If you could have a guide, someone to help you tell your story, give you the tools to reach your ideal customer, lead you to living your dreams and turning a profit, would you follow it? Everyone, every passion has a place in this world and each has the potential to be unstoppable. It's time to buckle up and tune in to your personal strategist, life purpose coach and marketing maven, Lindy Chafin Stark. Hello, 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 and happy Wednesday. Thank you for joining us in the studio today. This is your host, Lindy Chafin Start, and you are listening to Unstoppable on the Inspired Choices Network. Um, I am owner and creative director here at Unstoppable Start Studios in Atlanta, Georgia, and in doing this wonderful job and living this most excellent life, I get to work with the most amazing people, and one of those people has joined me today. Um, she is my friend, also family member, and fantastic photographer, Heather McElwaney. Um, Hi, thank you for having me. Thanks for joining me today, my friend. So, Heather um, tell tell us a little bit about you and your business and any of the challenges you've been facing lately. Um, so I started my photography business about um, two and a half years ago after I had my daughter, and I realized that I did not want to go back to work full time. I wanted to stay home with her, and I've always loved photography and um, decided maybe that could be an outlet for me to earn some income and stay at home. And it hit, you know, I hit the ground running with it and maybe shouldn't have done that so quickly. Um, maybe should listen to a couple of your, you know, podcasts in the process. <laughs> I probably would have learned a little more and started off better. Um, but I burned myself out really, really quick um, because I jumped in and just did multiple different things. I didn't find a niche. Um, so that's one of my biggest things right now is finding my niche because photography is such a saturated um, small business, for especially for moms at home. Um, it's, it's hard getting your name out there and being better than somebody else when everybody's doing the same thing. So my focus right now is just finding that niche and what am I going to focus on. Exactly. And that does sound like a huge challenge, I'm sure. I'm sure it's one that um, people in many small businesses run into, unfortunately, finding that niche, finding your audience. Um, you know, we talk often on this show about audience profiling and finding that person that you're trying to speak with. So in all of this, aside from t photography, you have your passions on the blog side, too. So can you share with everybody what those, I think there were four of them, correct? Could you share those with us? Um, I do. So, um, again, going right along with my daughter, I, I've always loved the social media aspect and um, how all that works, and it's, you know, gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, so when I first started the whole blogging experience, again, I, you know, jumped into it with everything I had and went straight into just motherhood blogging. And um, that, again, it was a very saturated thing, so I tried to start pulling things out of what I personally like outside of just being a mom. So I added a little bit of, you know, DIY, little things that I've make, made for Emma 
or um, we were in the process of flipping a barn into a home. So that was another outlet I, I um, added to the blog aspect. And just here recently, um, I've added a little bit of um, fashion, you know, motherhood fashion, friendly fashion, you know, supporting small businesses in my area and promoting them on my blog. Um, but it's still a very, like I said, a saturated business, um, but it's kind of hard to stand out. So those are that's my biggest issue is how to stand out. What do I need to do? Where do I need to, you know, focus to get my name out there over all the other ones that are out there? Sure. Um, and that makes complete sense. Um, I love that your areas of focus, though, are motherhood and DIY and the home renovation slash decor and the fashion. That gives you so many different outlets. And what I always try to um, advise is to kind of take, if you have those passions, take one at the time. And in this case, I don't know if you've ever considered this or maybe you have. Um, I know you've, you have taken pictures of my daughter and myself and, um, the pictures turned out fantastic, by the way. Um, I'm glad. <laughs> they did. They're just gorgeous. Um, but I know you kind of gravitate towards taking pictures of kids. So have you tried promoting your photography business in that direction, like directly to the moms? Um, I haven't, um, and that might be an, you know, a way for me to go. I, I just photographed a wedding um, this past weekend, and there was a little little boy out playing in the dirt, and I immediately was drawn to him and started taking pictures, and then another little girl came up, and the parents were like, oh, my goodness, you have to send these to me. I love him. He's smiling at you. So, I mean, it's funny that you even said that because I thought about it after the wedding. I was like, maybe that's where I need to take it. Maybe it just needs to be on kids. Um, that is so funny that you said that. I don't know. It's kind of like an epiphany moment. Like, wait a minute. Maybe, maybe that's where I should go because I did. I mean, I was so drawn to that little boy, and I mean, I love those pictures. They always turn out the best. Exactly. <laughs> kids are so easy to photograph because they don't pay attention. They're not exactly. like, oh, <laughs> I have to smile at you now. Wait, what? Well, and then they don't have that same, like, um, is this my good side, my bad side? Do I look okay? You know, type when you're dealing with grown-ups. And you don't necessarily have to pose them. You know, they just, I love taking it kind of like I did with your daughter. You know, I just said, do what's comfortable to you. What do you like to do? And I feel like that's when I got the most genuine smiles out of her, you know, just who she was. And that's what I love, love, love to capture. Exactly. And you do a great job at it. You really, really do. So, okay, so let's take this niche. Let's take the moms with the children. And we'll just, okay. they can be anything from babies to, I don't know, we'll toss them on up into high school, right? It doesn't matter. Kids are kids. We'll right. just say that. Um, so if you're going to target that niche, how how would you go about doing that? I mean, I guess my first thought, honestly, would be, you know, social media. Um, and I say that because of, you know, right now that seems like that's where everybody is advertising. But then I worry, am I going to get lost in all of that? Um, you know, going back to, like, in Facebook and Instagram, outside of that, I mean, the only thing I can think of is word of mouth. 
Sure, absolutely. There are definitely more avenues um, to reaching your target, especially with moms. I mean, you know this. What would you pick up if you went to the doctor's office or if you um, took M to the to the um, trampoline place to jump for a little while? You know, there are parent magazines laying around everywhere. That's right. a great opportunity to get your services out in front of people in an ad. Now, it's a little bit of an investment. It's not as cheap as social media, but it gives you another outlet. So just right, the and thought. I don't see that. Yeah, I don't see that many people doing that. Um, mm-hmm. And I wonder, too, so I actually am going to start a um, going to, a, like, it's like a Mother's Morning Out with Emma. And mm-hmm. Is there a way for me to advertise? with the, the moms I see dropping their kids off, like instead of just saying, here's my flyer, like maybe putting up a post, like I don't, what would you think would be the most, you know, professional way to do that? Absolutely. Okay, so there there are different ways that you can approach that. Um, it depends on the type of school that she's in, but sometimes they do like weekly newsletters, monthly newsletters, if they do one in print, um, or even if they do one digitally, you can ask if you could put an ad in there and offer to give them like a sponsorship, like maybe $100 a month would get you an ad in there and it would help them offset the cost of their newsletter. Make sense? Okay. So you could yeah, do stuff absolutely. like that. You could also ask the director of the school, and I say this because I have a school as one of my clients. Um, you can ask the director if it's all right for you to put handouts or rack cards or something there at the front desk if any of the moms are interested. Um you can do it that way. So, or, you know, if you just meet up with people and say, hey, I know this is kind of off off subject, but I'm a photographer <laughs> and I would love to take pictures of your kid. Here's my business card and a rack card with my website. And you and I need to talk about a website. Um, just take a look at my work and let me know if it's something you'd be interested in. No obligation. I just wanted to let you know. That, yeah, that's a, a, I definitely want to talk about the website thing as well. Um, I think that's a great way to start it off to, you know, say, I would love to, you know, photograph your child. Like, I would, you know, even maybe do, like, a model call to say, hey, you know, do, like, a free 20-minute session. You get five images. But, you know, I would love to photograph your kid just for my portfolio. Is that something to offer, you know, especially starting out? Oh, absolutely. At any time you can offer something free when you're starting out. it's going to give you um, traction. People are going to become fans a lot faster. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, you can, like, you can even set, like, I'm going to do five or ten of these things and, um, you know, give them a good start. And you can also set it up, like, okay, I'll give you 20 minutes. You get five images for free, but anything anything above five images you have to pay for. Oh, that's a good way. I've never even thought of it that way, saying, if you want more, absolutely. I took plenty, but you're going to have to pay for those. That's- <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know how parents are. They always want pictures of their kids, and they can never oh, yeah. decide. <laughs> <laughs> Guilty as charged right here. Yes, you and me both, sister. Oh, my goodness. I love it. So there you go. That kind of gives you some little ideas. Um I'm trying to think. So where in, like, I know you want to stick to kind of Georgia, but is there a particular area of Georgia that you want to stick to? Um, probably, you know, in the, the 
you know, South Atlanta area just because that's where we, you know, live and I would like to stay local and, you know, support the, the people around here um, would be my, my my biggest thing from South of Atlanta around Pike County, um, Sonoya, everybody knows Sonoya um, as the Walking Dead, you know, capital, that's where the Walking Dead is filmed, so we're not far from there. So I'd probably like to stay within, you know, a 30-minute 30, 30 radius of that until I grew bigger. Okay. Um, okay, so let's think about this. So you, you said you're in the walking dead capital of Georgia, which you are. <laughs> yes. It's our claim to fame. We're the new Hollywood of the South. Woohoo! Um, exactly. <laughs> so let's take advantage of this location. So you've got a lot of built-in traffic. You've got fandom that comes in. Um, you have local people in the area who shop the stores locally. So are there like five or six businesses locally, like brick-and-mortar storefronts that you could target and say, when we do get this website slash gallery portfolio, whatever you want to call it, built, um, are there people that you could go to and say, hey, I would love to help you advertise your small business on my website and in return, would you be willing to advertise, let me advertise my small business on your website and maybe give you rat cards to keep here in the store and put on your counter? Yeah, Is that something that's you... definitely, yeah, that's definitely something I would love to do. I'm actually working with one on my fashion part of my blog in Sonoya. Um, so if I can just take it down to, you know, focus on like the photography part, um, I would love to look into that. Like I said, I would love to support businesses in my area for sure. So if we could tag team and do that and support each other, yeah, I would love to do that. Absolutely. Great. It's a great way to co-op. And you can also, it's a great way to get your name out there. It helps them spread the word, you know. And and if you have somebody like you find over the years, if there's somebody that helps you and you help them, you talk each other up quite a bit. So it kind of becomes your word of mouth instead of it being a client passing a name on, which they do. Um, right. It's, you know, it's these other businesses, which kind of gives you, I don't want to say more credibility, but it adds to your credibility. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. Because when you have somebody that's trusted in the community, you know, promoting you, I feel like you have the chance of, you know, more people coming to you and like, okay, well, I trust this person who runs a good business. If they're supporting this small business, maybe I should check it out. Exactly. Exactly. So we can talk more about that. Actually, Heather, we're going to take a quick break. So okay. stay tuned, everybody. You are listening to Unstoppable on Inspired Choices Network. Heather and I are having a great conversation about small business challenges, and we'll be right back to talk about it some more. We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days. By tuning into Unstoppable, hosted by life purpose coach and marketing maven, Lindy Chafin-Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. Are you a subject matter expert? 
Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur, or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable. And welcome back. Thank you, everybody, for being with us today. I am here with my guest, Heather, Heather McElwainy. I am pronouncing that right. <laughs> it's McElwainy. McElwainy. Got it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, for some reason, it's just one of those names that looks like it could go a dozen different ways. Um. So yeah, <laughs> we are busy talking about, um, gosh, we are talking about all sorts of stuff today. We're talking about small business challenges mainly. Um, but before we get back to that, um, I just want to say that if you are a small business owner and have questions about ways that you are marketing that don't seem to be successful, or if you're looking for other ways to market your business, or if you just don't have time um, please feel free to pick up this and give me a call here at the studio. The number is 404-245-7474, or you can find me on the web at unstoppablestart.com. Now, back to our conversation, Heather, on small business challenges. So what kind of, what other questions do you have around your small photography business or I won't say small. I'll say growing photography business. Yes. Yes. Um, my biggest, um, I guess, struggle that I'm having outside of getting getting my name out there um, would be pricing. Um, I struggle with, I guess, underpricing because I'm like, oh, well, you're a friend of a friend. I can, I'll give this to you for such and such. Or, you know, I feel like I'm constantly cutting down my prices because um, to be nice. You know, I I just don't know how to judge how to charge. Another um, small business owner dilemma. <laughs> I have yes, to admit, I run into many. the <laughs> yes, I run into the exact same thing, um, and it is really hard because you start out. One way, when you're small, you start out at $25 an hour, and as you grow, it's like, okay, well, it's time for me to up the ante, and it's $55 an hour. And then you get to where, okay, well, my expenses have grown exponentially, so now it's $65, $70 an hour. Um, so it's all stuff you have to take into consideration. Um, and it's part of your marketing mix, the overall marketing mix of your company, which is, you know, 
what your hard costs are and what it costs to advertise and all of that fun stuff. So if you don't mind, um, we can walk through some of these issues and kind of see where you are. Okay. Okay. So some things to consider. And we just talked a little bit about your target market. So say if you do wrangle this in and it becomes the focus on um, moms in the South Atlanta area, um, you want to make sure your pricing is reflective of this particular market. So you know that a lot of moms put money into their kid, but, <laughs> but they don't right. necessarily put money into these extra things. So, um, And it's also South Atlanta and not Buckhead or Midtown, right? So it's, you know, you might be looking at a total different um, cost of living down there. I don't know. I mean, it is the movie capital the world at this point. No, you're, so, I mean, you're, yeah, you're spot on with that. I, I would agree with that. Absolutely. Okay. Um, so we have our target. We've considered our location. You've decided, you know, hey, I'm willing to take this in a 30 mile radius. So you remember to keep the, um, in part of your pricing, like how much that travel fee is going to be to get to that 30 miles. Right. Right. Yep, exactly. Okay, um, we've talked about the niche, so we've talked about the moms and how, you know, what that looks like. Let's see, your cost of doing business. So this is the fun part. Um, so this is non-reimbursable cost directly associated with running your business, okay? okay. So it's like your internet fees, your telephone, your advertising, your software, your equipment purchases, maintenance, office supplies, all of that stuff. Okay, what, so when you say non-reimbursable, what do you mean? Like the stuff that you, like say you have your office. Um, like in my office, I have my computer, I have my printer, I have electricity, um, I have my internet, I have my telephone lines, all of that stuff. So that's non-reimbursable cost. It's not like okay. mileage or food or anything like that, right? Okay, gotcha. So you, you, you kind of have to look at what that overall is throughout the course of a year. Like camera equipment, in your case. Um, okay. You know, if you have camera equipment, lighting, things like that that you would purchase in order to do your job. So now it's time to do the math. Yay. Um, I, I just love math. Not really. Um, so say you have $30,000 in expenses every year. And you want to pay yourself, say, $45,000. So that means you need to bring in $75,000 a year, Right. <laughs> sound it sounds like wow I could do that right or does that sound overwhelming or did I lose you sorry can you hear me I'm sorry can you hear me yeah, that's okay there you are <laughs> um, no it is I mean it's higher as in you know where I'm at I don't spend that much in expenses a year okay. but I get what you're saying of saying this is expenses this is what I want to make this is what you have to make total. That makes sense to me. Exactly. Okay. 
So now if you break that down and say, all right, I'm willing to do two photo shoots a week for 48 weeks. So that gives you four weeks of vacation. Then you're looking at 96 photo shoots per year, right? Okay. So if yeah. you take okay. the if you take the 70,000 and divide it by 96, you get $781. Okay. So that's like the average amount you need to make an income per shoot. Now that's based on that $75,000, which as you say is higher than you know what you would right. anticipate because your expenses aren't that high. But you get the gist. Right. Okay, and I've so, never even thought to break it down that way um, to figure out what to charge people, I think. Now, okay, so question, the photography aspect, I think a lot of the issue comes with paying is people think you took the pictures for, you know, 30 minutes to an hour, you're done. Well, no, not necessarily. You come home, you got to edit. That could be, depending on the shoot, you know, two to three hours sitting in front of, the or in front of the computer an additional on top of, you know, what you did when you were in front of them. Like, how do you exactly. add that in with them understanding, I guess? So so that's part, to me, that's part of onboarding a client. Um, that's when you, when you're initially talking about a job with someone, you tell them up front, sure, I will come to your location, there's a trip charge. I will take, I will spend an hour, I will take X number of pictures, that, you know, some range between 25 and 400. Um, and then the post-session work is choosing the photos that are best out of the entire shoot, making minor edits to those or major edits to those, depending on what your desires are, and then sending them back to you in a format that you can use. It also includes photo credit, not photo credit, but photo rights. And that's something that you have to think about when you're thinking about this is that, you know, this is your work. This is your craft, your art. And what are you willing to sell that for? So, it, you know, that would include, like I said, photo rights, unless unless you're going to have the photos produced yourself and have your watermark on each photo like we used to do back in the old days. Right. Um, but I did. I like what you said, and I wrote it down on my notebook. You said post-session work. I have never heard a photographer say that nor have I seen it in a contract um, that is definitely something I'm going to put in a contract I mean I think that is a way to put it to say just because I'm done taking your pictures I'm not done with your photos I don't just put them in and send them to you I work on them I, you know I make them what they are you know with my editing so post-session work I think that's awesome <laughs> exactly and give them give them a time estimate and break it down like by so they know what your hourly rate is. And again, you just kind of have to figure this out. Um, it might be $25 and you might do four hours of work and it's $100 post-session work, right? I mean, that's just simple math, but you get where I'm going. Right. Um, right. But just to kind of break that down in the contract, just so they see what they're getting for their money, um, it's super helpful. And then if they want to try to negotiate around that, and of course, they can always come back and say, hey, Heather, you know, it's really cool. I'd rather you just come and do the session. I don't need the post-session work. Then you can say, sure, I'll send you raw photos, but in return, I want photo credit on any time, you know, any time you post them. So, right. you know, okay. you can you can kind of negotiate with that with them if you choose okay. to. Okay. So, let's see. Oh, goodness. The cost of goods. 
Mm-hmm. Now that's the that's all of the fun stuff that you would sell. Um, everything from the initial inquiry, which we really don't charge for, right, to um, right. any sort of pre-session consultation, um, the actual session, the editing of the photos we were just talking about, um, reviewing the photos with a client. If you do any hard prints or products, um, inspecting those things, packaging them, delivering, shipping, blah, blah, blah. All of that stuff has to be factored into this cost of doing business, right? Right. Okay, so you, like, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just, when, you know, you listed all the different things you could do, um, you know, most, I guess, photographers had packages, like you could do, you know, this one, this one, this one for this price. That's another thing I would like to, um, I guess, work on and have different options because, you know, just depending on what they can afford at that time, Maybe you can afford plants, maybe you can't. I would love to be able to break that down in different packages for them. Oh, that's a great idea. I think packages are awesome. Um, and, there, I mean, there's just so many ways that you can do that, you know, between a combination of the shoot and images and digital images and product. And, you know, it could be when you when you spin that into your marketing it could be for mother's day for father's day for the holidays for the, you know i mean there's just all sorts of different ways that you can do that and staying on top of it year round um to kind of push into your marketing efforts is huge so um if you like while you're doing this exercise and pricing stuff out and building your packages think about your quarterly breakdown in your marketing and how you know how you can utilize that to get in front of people Okay, yeah. Okay. So we talked about all that fun stuff. And then, of course, session fees. And that's basically how you price your products and services. Okay, well, when you have all that figured out, how do you start adding in the people around you that are in the same, I guess, niche as you? Say they're charging... You know, somebody, you you give them their price and they say, well, X, Y, and Z is only charging me this. You know, how do you go about figuring out, well, this is why I charge more? You know what I mean? And being respectful, Well, yeah. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Well, what I know is um, there's room for everybody. I I have preached this often on this show. Um, the, The market might seem saturated, but there is work for everybody. Everybody has a different taste. Um, as far as a consumer goes, and every producer or creator or artist has a different flair, and you definitely have a different flair. Um, so people are going to see that, and if they gravitate towards it, they're going to want to use you no matter what your price is. But that doesn't mean you want to price yourself out of the market. So the best thing to do is a little down-low reconnaissance. Um, you can call competitors under an alias and ask questions about how much they charge if they have any packages available. I imagine what you'll find is if you do a little bit of research, you'll um, discover that they all have websites available and um, can definitely have, they might have their packages up or they might ask you to call for more information. But either way, you can pretend to be somebody else. You can have your mama call. I know your mama well. She's good at investigating. <laughs> Um, you can have your sister call. 
um, you know, whatever you need to do, but get in there and find out what they're charging for packages. And if they've included all of the same stuff that you're thinking about including, and then that gives you an idea. You're not doing anything wrong. We all have to do it. We all need to know what the competition is up to. So um, so don't, don't feel ashamed about doing that. Don't feel like you have to disclose who you are either. You can always just write back kindly later and say, thank you so much for the information. I just wasn't able to use your service right now, but I'll get back to you. And there you go. Okay. I do like that. And then, like you said, you might go in and see that they don't offer the same amount of things that I would, and that could be why I charge more. Well, I offer print, and they don't, or whatever. So just little things like that would be an easier way for me to explain to a customer as to why I'm charging what I'm charging. Exactly. And it also gives you... Um, more of an edge. It gives you something else to offer, um, especially when you're marketing and promoting yourself. You want to set yourself apart from what your competition is doing. So if you find that there's something you do, coffee mugs, calendars, mom's tote bags, that's different than what your competition is doing, be sure to put that out there up front and let people know. Right. Okay. Perfect. Okay. So we're running a couple of minutes behind to take a break, but we are going to take one. Um, Heather, bear with us. Thank you all so much for tuning in and listening to Unstoppable on the Inspired Choices Network. Stay tuned. We'll be right back to talk more about small business challenges. We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days. By tuning into Unstoppable, Hosted by Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable. And welcome back. Thanks so much for being with us today. Um, you are listening to Unstoppable on the Inspired Choices Network. And my guest today is Heather McElwaney. And we are talking about all the fun things to consider when you have a growing business and you're trying to reach your targets or develop your targets. And we've had some pretty good things come up so far. Um, Heather, what other questions do you have around reaching your targets? Um, I guess what would be um, the best way to stay consistent, to stay out there with your name um, so that they're constantly seeing it? Um, outside of just the social media and advertisement, uh, like or the ads in the magazines, what is 
I guess it goes right along with you know balance. I, I when we went to commercial, he said something about having balance in what you you know you do. How are you? What is the best way to balance out that to be consistent and stay on top of you know everything that's changing so fast to keep your business out there? Oh yeah, it's um it's fun trying to stay on top of things and. The best thing you can do, I mean, you're using you're using the tools that you have in front of you, and that's huge. Social media is huge. Um, and the fact that you have an Instagram presence the way that you do is big. It's just um, staying consistent with that, growing your followers. Once we get to the point that you have a website, and this is a great opportunity um, to show off your portfolio, be sure to get um, approvals from previous clients to use their photographs or a segment of their photographs in your portfolio. Um, and one of the things that you can do is have a newsletter sign up or a promotional sign up on your website so people can sign up to receive discounts or special offers or any fun, like if you're going to be in an, at an event, say a local trade show or um, in the park on Friday doing mini sessions, come see me kind of thing. Um, you can send them out an announcement via email, but you have to have their permission to do it. So what we would do is set up your website with your portfolio, have this little pop-up show up. People would sign up to receive this information, and you would send them something on a regular basis. Now, this is aside from posting the stuff that you post on your social media, and it's aside from your whatever you've planned in your advertising budget. This is just staying on top of what you have developed in front of you. Your list, and I share this with everybody, your list is your book of business. It is your biggest asset in your business. So the people who sign up to receive information from you are the people who want to use your service or receive your product. They're just not there yet. They sign up to receive something. They want to be what we call nurtured. It's part of that fun sales and marketing funnel. And... um that's kind of how you utilize that information. So sometimes even you might give them um, a discount or like you say, they could be one of the first 10 um, to get a mini session for free, the 20-minute mini session. If you sign up today, get blah, blah, blah. So it makes them a fan. It kind of develops your fandom and they share your information with their friends and family. You can always request that too. Um, those same people you can go back to in a separate email and ask them for a review and send them a link to your Facebook page or wherever they can give you a positive review. Um, maybe, I don't, I'm not a huge Yelp person, but maybe Yelp. Um, you don't have a lot of control there, so <laughs> I try to steer clear of it if I can. Um, it's good for restaurants. So, So that's kind of the way that you would nurture. You have to build that list, but once you start to build that list, even with one or two people, you can send them something and that list will grow. So, And when you send them something, aside from giving them something of value, you can give them the opportunity to share, which is great. Like if you're just sending out an announcement, hey, I'll be in the park on Saturday from 10 to 2 taking pictures, come on by for a mini session. Um you can do that, and somewhere in that email, you can say, friend not signed up to receive my email, share this with them, or share this on your social media. And before you know it, it just is sort of this snowball. 
It might be a slow snowball, but it's still a snowball. Okay. Um, I like the email. So you're saying like when, say I'm going to, um, I don't know, the Kohl's website or something like that, and it pops up and says join our email list and you receive a 20% off code. That's kind of the, the format where they go onto my website, give me their email, and their email is automatically saved in a list for me that I can send them stuff you know, weekly or, you know, would you say weekly, monthly? Because, you know, sometimes when you sign up, you end up, un, you know, undoing it because you get too much or, you know, whatever. I guess how would you determine what's the best amount of time to reach out without being too much? Well, that's exactly the thing. So here's a thought. If you give people something of value, they tend to stay with you longer, right? So. Um, if you're sending them either a discount or tips on how to dress for a photography session or um, how to capture milestones for their children, um, how to present. I mean, this is going to speak to your other passion, the DIY stuff and, you know, how to frame stuff and all of that. So, um, so we talked about um, how to present, how to dress. Um, capturing milestones. There's like all of these different ways that you can send them things of value. So if you sat down today and just said, okay, business, I want to reach out to moms over the next 12 months. And aside from giving them a discount, so we're going to say a discount every month, I also want to give them um, some content that's valuable. What does that content look like? So I just gave you some examples. How to dress your child for a photo shoot. Like, don't wear solid colors, wear patterns. Wear something playful. If you're going to have a family photo shoot, do that, you know, that kind of thing. Um, uh, you know, even creating, you could um, give them a tutorial on how to create a video or offer to make a video. You know, there's all sorts of things that you can do, but... Give them content that they can use that doesn't have anything to do with selling them something. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Now, with these newsletters um, or, you know, emails that you send out, are they typically like, you know, a page with kind of like a little snippet? Like how how are you doing that where it's not, you know, overwhelming, but it's not something that they're just going to, you know, click right through? Right. Okay. So what I would do and what I recommend is um, – having just a snapshot email, um, has some examples of your work, this article front and center, but don't put the article in the actual email. Just put a snippet and click through to read more um, and have the blog either hosted on your blog spot or um, on your website. So a lot of people, um, what they do is have the blog set up on their website on the, you know, in some portion in its own little space. And you can just link to read more directly on your website. And once they get to your website, of course, that pop-up shows up <laughs> again. It's always fun. So if they find their way to your website and maybe they were sent this email by a friend, they're now given the opportunity to sign up to receive your email once they're there. Gotcha. Kind okay. of awesome. big, crazy circle of share and share alike. <laughs> There's so much. Yeah, and but and that's the part I didn't know about of, you know, give the opportunity to share. Yes, I got that. But then 
to have that, you know, option for the person they're sharing to, to join in, you know. I mean, just little things like that can add up so fast. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Oh, ab- yeah, absolutely. Um, and take advantage of that. People, once you develop that fan base, and that's the thing, you're in a business where you're going to have fans. People are going to gravitate towards what you do because you have a very unique style. Um, so utilize that. Take advantage of that. and 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 give people the opportunity to come to you. So there you go. Um, okay, Heather, we're going to take one more break. <laughs> and then I think okay. I'm going to come back and ask you some questions. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, um, everybody, thank you for tuning in today. You are listening to Unstoppable on Inspired Choices Network. This is Lindy Start and Heather McElwaney, and we'll be back in just a moment. We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days. By tuning into Unstoppable, hosted by life purpose coach and marketing maven, Lindy Chafin-Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur, or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable. And welcome back to Unstoppable on the Inspired Choices Network. You are listening to Lindy Chafin Start, and we have had a very, very busy and productive show today talking about small business challenges and and how to overcome them. And Heather has been an amazing guest. So now I'm going to turn the tides on Heather and ask her some questions. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, we only have a few minutes left, so hopefully this won't be too painful. Um, So I was kind of thinking around the other day, like you and I are from two different generations. What are we, 20-ish years apart, I think? Yeah. Something like that. So you're considered a millennial, you're an an older millennial or a mid-millennial? You're a mid-millennial. I'm like, yeah, I'm like right on the, um, I guess, in like I wouldn't even consider myself a millennium. Um, I don't I don't put myself in that group. Um, okay, but yeah, somewhere around there. <laughs> okay, most excellent. All right, so so when so if I were gonna th- I'm gonna throw out some of my clients to you, um, just so you kind of have some backstory. So apartment complexes, um, allergy and immunology specialists, realtors. Um, let's see, Montessori schools, I have all sorts of folks, oh, therapist, marriage and family therapist, um, if any of my clients were going to 
capture your attention, where would you be most likely to see them? Um, like what? 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 Me. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, what what media, what medium might they use to reach you? Um, it would definitely be between um, Instagram and Facebook. I mean, that is what I'm on daily. Um, I would even say, you know, through email. I do, you know, watch my email because I sign up kind of like what we talked about earlier, the newsletters for different stores and shops and blogs. Um, so that would be another way. But definitely firsthand, I mean, when I wake up in the morning, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Um, and then, you know, through other bloggers. So if, they're, if they have somebody that has a blog, you know, that refers, um, that's my first thing is to go to somebody or go to a product that somebody is referring to me that I trust. Okay. So if you went on to Instagram and saw um, what saw a story or an ad, what would the message be that might capture your attention? What what kind of speaks to you? Um, I, guess I know that's kind of tough. That, yeah, I mean, it would be anything. Say that it, you know, if it stuck out about you know something for Emma, like I love dressing Emma up. So say something is shared about you know a new clothing line or a store that's having a sale for you know clothes for Emma or a um, you know Mother's Day outing or something like that that's going to you know involve me and Emma together is going to you know pique my attention or something with the clothes or you know on the total opposite end is something with you know decor if I see you know a blogger post on her story that hey this store is having a sale for X Y and Z I'm going to immediately go to their website and see what's on sale okay so do you think it's more of an imagery thing that captures your attention or is it more of a messaging thing that captures your attention or is it just a combination me, of the two? Yeah, for me personally, it's like the image first because um, I'm guilty of if say it's like a, you know, a story or something on Instagram and they're talking a lot. I tend to like, unfortunately, skip through. But if it's a quick snapshot of a picture, um, I'm quick to, you know, look at it and it grabs my interest and then I'm going to go to the website or, you know, whatever. Gotcha. And I think we talked about the last time um, when I saw you last, we were talking about attention spans and how short they are. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I think that is the biggest, a big problem with, um, I guess, my um, age group is that they want it quick, they want it now, and they don't want to sit there and read a bunch of stuff or hear a bunch of stuff. That's why I ask you about the newsletter. You don't want too much, but you don't want too little. You want it to be enough that they understand what they're looking at. It's a tough time. <laughs> exactly, it is. And and just a thought, when you're thinking about putting that together, be sure to think about the fact that you are going to be reaching out to different age groups. It won't all be yours. It'll be people who might receive information differently. So just something to keep in mind, which is why I say keep the sh snippet short. But use yes. examples of your work in there. So they, you know, the people who are driven visually, potentially the younger folks who are driven visually, <laughs> will yes. be captured, you know, as well as the people who are interested in the content. So um, that is such great information. I just love it. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting in the marketing and advertising space, um, reaching 
your target, no matter where your business lies. And when you have a business that can span um, multiple generations and multiple demographics and many locations, <laughs> it's like, where do you start? It's, and it's a, it's a fun exercise if you, if you love this business. Um, and I definitely love this business. So um, did you have any other questions? We've got like two minutes left. I did have a quick question. You had mentioned earlier that um, with my photography, I do have a very u unique style, I guess you would say. Um, mm -hmm. And a lot of times that puts me in the point of, of me second-guessing what I'm doing Am I because I'm not following the other photographers. How do you get around being, I guess, being confident with your style and being okay being different in the small business realm? <laughs> uh, for a woman, that comes when you're about 40 or 42. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> it just, that's what it is. Um, it's hard. It's always going to be a challenge not to second-guess yourself. However... Just know, you are unique, you are who you are, and being different makes you magical. I love this. This was Christine. Um, being different is magic. Being different makes you a magical being. Um, and sharing yourself with the world makes you special and brave and you just feel it to your core and when you feel it to your core you get up in the morning and you're excited about what you're going to do and I know you 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 get excited I can see it when you're behind that camera and you've got this smile on your face and it's just all very genuine so just own it and love it and enjoy it for what it is and let it give you the blessings of being with your little girl how about yeah, them apples absolutely <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> that was exactly what I needed to hear. <laughs> exactly. Most excellent. Well, Heather, thank you for being an amazing guest. It is already time for us to go. So I appreciate everybody tuning in this afternoon and being part of this wonderful journey. And until next week, be unstoppable. Thank you for being Inspired Choices Network's most valuable asset and for tuning in to Unstoppable. Host Lindy Chafin-Start will return next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time with more valuable tips to support you and your small business. Until then, be unstoppable.